Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. And we hope that you're having a great Friday or whatever day you're listening to this is leading to a good weekend because, boy, you deserve it. Yeah, specifically you. Yeah, you specifically, whoever you are. You who, well, we're sorry we missed your wedding. We hope this makes up for it. We'll be at the first baptism of your child. And the second one. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to get a do-over after we show up. <laughs> we're going to be a little hammered. <laughs> yeah, you you might say that uh, you'd have to set off an alarm bell for when we go. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> what could that possibly mean, Great Vince? segue. It could mean that what we're drinking today comes from Alarmist Brewing. Whoa. Where's that? Alarmist Brewing is up near Lincolnwood, Illinois. So northwest, I don't know, would you call that Chicago still? You're the native. It's the Chicagoland area, Chicago which land. somehow includes Indiana. I don't know how they got included, but... Hey, it's a big boon for them. <laughs> it sure is. You know? Shout out to Gary, Indiana, home of the Jackson family. Yeah, and the most foul smell <laughs> <laughs> yep it's a bad it's a bad drive for sure but anyways continue lincolnwood yeah so well I, I don't know much about lincolnwood but i do know that alarmist is has become a fan favorite amongst our friends my friend group uh you'll meet them eventually but what we had earlier and it might be knocked off we'll have to reevaluate but we mm. had earlier this summer identified as the best beer we've ever had has come from Alarmist. And while we're not having that today, this is one that was significant, uh, like a significant source of excitement for the group. So it's called Total Carnage, and it is a classic double smash IPA. A double smash IPA. Double smash. Uh, And by smash, you mean that it has a single malt and a single hop. Is that right? Yes. I might have read that wrong. It's It might, supposed to be, it might might be supposed to be classic smash double IPA. I it, it's very confusing <laughs> the way they have it up here. Yeah, on the can. Uh, can I just make one comment about the name itself? So you, you mentioned your friends had an alarmist beer that you you talked about as maybe the best. Yeah, my friends in college had a a drink called Total Chaos that we made in our dorm room. Oh, that no. might actually be the worst thing I've ever drank. What's in it? So it is, uh, is write this down. There's a lot of ingredients. Okay. It is the cheapest vodka you can buy at a liquor store. Love it. Gatorade powder and water. Right, because you want the concentrate. Yes, and we would fill it up in a very large actual Gatorade uh, cooler that my friend purchased and we made this, and we called it Total Chaos, and it was Total Chaos on my body after a while. It didn't taste very good, but we didn't really know any better. You know, that's interesting. I think everybody has one of those. <laughs> we had it. It was called the Persian Brew, made by none other than my Persian roommate, Sina Tarani. <laughs> shout out. Shout out, buddy. Uh, and it was a modified recipe from actually... Our homebrew friend over at Mac Brewing, Brian Mack. Wow. So that's what started it all. I, I have no I hope not because it was devastating. Yeah. But speaking of ingredients, why don't we go ahead and read off you know, the description of 
total carnage. Yeah, let's do it. Are you going to do it or should I? Why don't you go ahead? I've All right. The description is a smash double IPA brewed exclusively with Centennial hops and a blend of Munich malts. Rich, amber-colored, grapefruit, orange blossom forward with a nutty caramel backbone. In isolating this combination of Trevor's favorite malt and Aaron's favorite hop, we present to you with a nuanced, true-to-style spin on the IPAs of yesteryear. That was just beautiful writing. Yeah, I guess well, let's <laughs> let's find out if we agree with, with Trevor and Aaron. Yeah, I, I, I assume that they are um, part of the crew at Alarmist Brewing. I would think so. Maybe we'll meet him. Someday. I'm excited about this. Uh, I love I love IPAs. I know you're a big fan as well. I will also point out, seven point six percent alcohol. So this is this is a hefty pour. It's a heavy guy. I don't think. Well, we'll we'll see. We've had some that we thought weren't going to be crushable, and this one. Right. This one could be along the lines of weren't crushable, but ended up being crushable. Yeah. Well, cheers, Vince. Cheers. You know, I suppose something called total carnage isn't going to be you know light. No, and it's heavy on the scent palette, right? It's all that hops from the double. Yeah. Double and smash. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, wait a minute. The end of that wasn't what I expected. I think that might be the caramel you were talking about. Yeah. The caramel? Is it caramel? Yeah. I said caramel, but I guess you... I guess the spelling was caramel. The back nutty caramel backbone. Yeah, that that did taste kind of chocolatey at the yeah. end. Yeah, this is it's almost bordering on <laughs> on like a, a stout aftertaste. Just a, it's it stops short. Yeah, but there's a lot there's a lot left on oh the back my, of the palate. Yeah, this is like there's so much going on with this just in one sip. I had another one and it's just it's a lot. I, you know what? I think actually, Shrek is on in the background right now. I believe it's it's Shrek it Forever After. And yeah. one thing I remember watching Shrek immediately, the first thing was just the sheer number of nursery rhyme characters and fable characters that they jammed into like the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, and on top of that, um, the amount of two thousands pop culture callbacks with it weaved within yes. it is like an assault I, I just recently rewatched the first two shrek films and my goodness it's a it's a time capsule of what was going on between like 99 and, and 2001 and i mean smash mouth did the, <laughs> the song for it's it. the first scene in the in the shrek franchise is there anything more 2001 than All-Star and Shrek together? No. And then what? what's the other one? And then it's I, I'm a believer. Yeah, the cover of... Uh, is it the Monkees? I think so. What, <laughs> yeah. what instrument does Smash Mouth use? It's that... I don't, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Yeah, I want to say... It's probably a synth moog effect, but... Yeah, they're... Um, that whole band was basically like a one-hit wonder that stretched out. It's it's still kind of going. <laughs> it's a one-hit wonder that that basically got fronted by Guy Fieri, who lost seventy-five pounds. You know. Yeah, but it's it is funny that this is happening in the background because I do think there is just a lot going on in Shrek, but it's not like unpleasant. Great movie. I, yeah, and I have- this is. This is very a very good beer. It's just like it 
hits you in a lot this of This might be the most aptly named beer that we've had. It is, it's carnage on my, it's right. total carnage at the back of my throat. It's, And I should also point out that the, the font on the can is classic 80s NES Game Boy oh, yeah. font, Super Mario, Super Nintendo. So like, you know, that even that alone. stuff. It's like screaming to be nostalgic, it seems. Yeah. This is good. I mean, yeah, it's good. It's not what I expected. Yeah. I really... You would think that after doing how, however many of these we've done at this point, that yeah. it's start to pick up and, and get an idea for what to expect. And I just... I didn't have any expectation going into this. Yeah. I, I mean, I know what an IPA is generally going to be like, but... You know, double. when you when you just read those ingredients, you're like, okay. I think the, what is it, the malt? I think the malt is really coming through. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It's um, it's certainly something to it's something to behold. Honestly, I, I'm I'm impressed with the craftsmanship. They do good work at Alarmist. Yeah. They really do. Um, now let's let's just get back to Shrek for a second. Of the three main care main actors in Shrek. Mm-hmm. Would you have ever predicted where they are now in in 2021? Because it's been 20 years since the Shrek films. I think the first what, Shrek came out. What we need to do is let everybody know where they are now. Yeah. Right. So let's start. Mike Myers. Um, nowhere to be found that I can tell. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he did the Love Guru, right? <laughs> that was in like 07 or 08. 07? Yeah. God. He the the last thing I saw him in like. Live was Inglorious Bastards. He's in Inglorious Bastards. He sure is, yeah, in a very small cameo about midway through oh, the film. Oh my god. If you didn't if you didn't know this people, go ahead and rewatch that film. Uh he plays a British general. But he also directed a very weird documentary that I don't think anybody saw. And he other than the I guess that commercially did for Wayne's World. Yes, that's the most recent. So we know yeah. he's alive. He's definitely alive. He's alive and he's well. And well, maybe not well. I, I looked up the last two Shrek movies. He made $15 million a pop for that. Are so, you kidding me? Yeah. So I think he's doing fine. Now, Eddie Murphy. Tower Heist. Tower Heist. And he <laughs> this is my, my favorite my favorite line my buddy used to When was the first movie I met? Just, just Tower Heist. What are you trying to steal? That was it. What are you trying to steal? Yeah. Pluto Nash? Uh, no, we'll, we won't bring that one up. No, he just released the movie, the sequel, Coming to America. Yes. I have not seen that yet, but... He's kind of on a comeback right now. Ironic. Yeah. Coming coming back to America. <laughs> coming back to America is a noble steed. But okay. this is the this is the real one, the doozy. Cameron Diaz. What's she doing? She has retired from acting formally. What? Why? And she's married to the other Madden brother from uh Good Good Charlotte. Oh wow is is Benji so Madden. Benji and Joel is the one who's married to Nicole Richie. That's right. Did you did you think that one was gonna last? <laughs> I, I did not. And I didn't know Benji was gonna come out of nowhere to swoop up Cameron D. I mean I feel like Benji was just sitting there. You know, when you're when you're doing something with your brother, no matter yeah. if you're on a team you're like, wow, I'm really happy. Let's say right. you're playing a two-on-two tournament, and your brother goes off for like 24 points, and you go off for six. You're like, wow, I'm really right. happy. But like, 
when am I gonna when am I gonna get mine? You know, and I feel like that's what happened. And Benji's just like, stay patient, Benji. Stay home. Right. You'll get yours, and it'll probably be better. And you know what? I think it is. <laughs> and just so anybody is avoiding confusion. They are not related to John Madden. When I was a kid, I actually thought they were the, the children of John Madden. Because they were in the game, I'm thinking, how many Maddens can there be? It is so funny, because John Madden, I don't know about you, but I, and I think Frank Caliendo did a number on this guy, because John Madden, he to did. me, has always sort of been portrayed as this goofy, off-kilter guy yeah. who just people knew, and maybe like very in the same vein as Dick Vitale now, and uh, John Gruden, Lee Corso. Yeah, I guess John Gruden's getting before there. he got into coaching again. Yeah. Apparently, he's just he's an incredibly he's a very sharp guy. Like he knows he knows things about football that you wouldn't even dream about knowing. Like he, he'd look yeah. at a guy and go, "Hey, you're playing quarterback right now. You, I'm going to put you over a defensive back." And then that yeah. guy is an all pro. Well, so. Before he was a parody of himself, he basically invented modern day broadcasting by bringing in X's and O's and personality. Yeah. You know, before it was just like people like Howard Cosell, you know, telling off color jokes and, you know, <laughs> Frank Gifford just like kind of laughing along with him. But well, so yeah. it's interesting if we're going to go family dynamics here and let's just go ahead and assume, even though we know that it's not true, <laughs> that Joel and Benji Madden of good Charlotte fame are the progeny of John Madden. Yeah. Are they maybe they're a little bit of a disappointment, which is insane to say that you're a million, <laughs> you're millionaire rock stars and you're just a disappointment. And they also just went so far away from the family business. They couldn't go farther away, oh, really. Could not. Especially you know, they got a little I'm probably the one of the few cross crossovers between the football and pop punk community in, in general as someone who's in a band. But I you know that was <laughs> I'm sorry, as someone who's in a band. I was in a band. Well, let's talk about Retired. this. I was in a band back in the day. It was, Tom and the two tones? No, no, it was a band called Some Call It Victory. Uh, we you know, we had a pretty thriving MySpace for a while. MySpace. Yeah. Um, before we get too sidetracked on my, my music career, though, I do want to try this out of the glass. I agree. I'm curious if it makes a difference. Yeah, and I think that, you know, so far the can experience, pretty good, but, you know, like like any IPA. see the color here. Very amber. Yeah. This is, uh, this really looks like a fall beer, doesn't it? Even it, it the very can. very much does. The can itself, you know, it certainly, it certainly paints to that. Um, this almost kind of looks like a Newcastle in the glass. Oh yeah, who is the guy? Who is the the British actor? He's the B- British tough guy actor who did the Newcastle commercials, the Newcastle Super Bowl, where he's like, <laughs> "Oh, Newcastle is for tough guys." I don't think that's what he said, but you know what uh, I'm talking about. I'm gonna just take a, a shot in the dark. Was it Jason Statham? No, 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 no. Jason Statham was too busy like whoring himself out to the uh, the Fast and the Furious and. Mega Shark. <laughs> uh, or the, the Meg. Meg. The Meg. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget about the Crank franchise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm going to give this a try. It's got a weird smell out of the glass. Okay, the the taste wasn't as invigorating from the, out of the glass for me. I can't tell if I'm just getting used to it and settling in, but yeah. it is. It's a little less. It's a little less of an assault. On my taste buds, it's not total carnage. It's like three quarters carnage. <laughs> you know, maybe like rolling out of bed carnage. Yeah, 
haven't showered yet, Carnage. Yeah. It's I like a, it. I really like I like this beer quite a bit. I, I that, do too. It extends a streak. I don't think I've had an alarmist beer that I have not enjoyed. Yeah. I think that, you know, it, it, this would probably, this probably would have tasted how it did out of the can if I just had a draft, like the first like wow moment. Yeah. I think just, I'm with you on it getting used to it. How about crushability? This is lacking in crushability to me, but I don't think it's meant to be crushed. No, I, I admittedly, I don't think I could crush a lot of these in one sitting. I think, I think it would be either you know a quick one and done, or maybe maybe two if I was feeling, you know, adventurous. But you know, it it definitely it sits with you. It sits with you. So okay, I want to go off. It sits with you because you're right. It does sit with you, and it sits with you makes me think that it is it's. It's like it's like 60 minutes. 60 minutes the CBS program that comes on as I knew it growing up. Yeah. That's how I knew football was over. <laughs> but yeah. they sit with you every night and they let you know what's going on and they have great in-depth stories every once in a while, you know, it's one that blows your mind and you're thinking, "Holy crap, I can't believe that's it." Sometimes I think Barbara Walters was a member of that, but it's they're familiar, they're there every yeah. Sunday. Is 60 Minutes on other than Sundays? I don't no. know. And, and it's not something that I go and I check the channel for. But when I'm on it, I have a good time. I like it. I feel informed. I feel invigorated. And I think that's that's what Total Carnage is for me. You feel informed? Info- I, I do. Well, I'm more, I'm more I feel informed. invigorated. We've informed ourselves. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I think it's definitely... There's a lot of substance to this beer. Like there's, if I were if I were walking through my local uh, beer store, I would not think to pick yeah. this up. But I'm very glad that my friends did, and that I have it. Yeah, and I'm drinking it with you. Yeah, I, I'm glad as well. I think that I'm going to take one more sip here. But yeah, take a big sip. I just you know the crushability is a factor and. I think we've had a few that were just a tick better mm-hmm. on this show, but that's not to say that I don't enjoy it, because I definitely do. Listen, I'm going to go a full four. I'm going to go a full four on this. I think it's four out of five Vinces. Yeah. I think it earned it. I think it was, it was surprising. It was flavorful. It got, me, it got me across the board. I mean, it started IPA on the yeah. back of the throat. It just... It dabbled a little bit. It danced across that line, you know. It's yeah. like like uh, my my brother Chris is a troublemaker back in the day when he was like four or five. The rule was we had this long driveway, and it was don't don't you go in the street. My brother would go right up to it, and he would just put his toe across it into the street. Just put his toe, just to be a rebel. And that's we've put our toe with this beer across yeah. into just a little little bit of like a like a, a, a more of a porter slash. Um, stout aftertaste, but it stops short, and I yeah. really like it. Yeah, I think it was an ambitious idea that they pulled off pretty well. Kind of like the first Shrek. <laughs> All of it. The, the Both. First Shrek. <laughs> well, they both involve Mike Myers. Yeah, I can't believe that. By the way, I meant to ask you. We said we went through the three stars. What about 
Antonio Banderas as Pulos in, in Boots. <laughs> Does he count? I mean, I know that he was nominated for an Oscar somewhat recently. Like a year or two ago. Yeah, and he also played Picasso in a show. Makes sense. Yeah, but I can't tell you the last time I thought about him. I know, it's I weird. Really, and really then when, you, when he gets brought to your attention, you're like, why don't I think about that yeah. guy more? Yeah, but I would say that I'm a believer in this beer. And in this brewery, Alarmist. Well, I'm sure we'll have some more from them. Yeah, uh, Great stuff all the way around. I think let's wrap up. Yeah, let's wrap up. This, uh, this has been our show. Please subscribe on uh, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you would be so kind to give us a review on Apple, that would be nice too. Yeah, the weirder you can make it, the better. Yeah, we'll we'll consider reading it if it's really weird. Yeah, yeah, or but, if it's just but, out of nowhere, we don't know who you are. Not too weird. <laughs> uh, but until then, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans, must booze. Thanks a lot.